Hey, Jim. Welcome to Treasure Gems by Felicia Jarrell. I'm a wife of 10 years, mother of two, and owner of a multi-six-figure brand, Gold Mine and Cocoa. So why am I here? Well, at only 30 years old, I have picked up gems along the way in regards to life, love, business, and everything in between. It's time that I share them with you. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Jim. So it only seemed appropriate that I get on here this week and I talk about how did I get here? How did I wind up where I am right now? And what exactly is the story of Felicia Jarrell and Goldmine and Coco? And I don't want to talk to you about how I started per se or dig deep into it because you could find that story anywhere. You can go on the YouTube channel. I've done that story on another podcast called Coins and Connections before. What I really want want to talk about is how I ended up where God led me to where I am today, how my faith has positioned me to prosper. So we're back for episode two. I'm working on a schedule, (laughs) y'all. It is uh, a lot tougher than I thought to kind of wiggle in this recording time, mainly because when I wake up in the morning at 4 a.m., I do my devotions, my affirmations, daily manifestations, or at least I try to keep that schedule uh, consistent. I do fall short. I'm not perfect. But for the most part, that's what I dedicate 4 a.m. to. And then I should be jumping on my Peloton bike. If you have a Peloton bike, make sure you add me at Tail Feather Fee. T-A-I-L-F-E-A-T-H-E-R. Fe, tail feather fee <laughs> on the Peloton bike. We can do some classes together whenever. Um, I'm trying to get more consistent with that. And then I pretty much get my day started. So I'm at the office between 6 and 8 a.m. And I could be there until 3, 4 p.m. And then I get my kids. And I'm focused on my kids and trying to sneak a nap in. And then my husband gets home, you know. So trying to um, find time to stop what I'm doing, find a quiet space and record this podcast has been more challenging than I thought it would be. Like I even have it written out on my schedule on my quarterly calendars this is the day you record a podcast this is the day um but it's just been tough so I'm finally sitting down and I wanted to talk to you guys about how did I get to where I am and let me just first say the feedback from you guys has been phenomenal I'm only one episode in and I didn't feel like I talked about a whole whole lot but just the fact that you guys encouraged me and cheered me on meant more to me than you know and I'm so grateful to you guys for even thinking that highly of me and subscribing to my channel so let me give you a little bit of the backstory because I don't want this to be too long. So the backstory is uh, mentally and emotionally about three years ago, I was not in the best place. I actually was probably not in the best place uh, mentally for several years prior to three years ago. I had went through just a tumultuous time in my 20s, um, you know, my marriage, I'm madly in love with my husband. I've always been madly in love with my husband, Um, but I was suffering through infertility. Um, If you don't know, I suffered four miscarriages. 
I have two children by the grace of God. Both of them are rainbow babies. I had two miscarriages before both of them. Um, so I suffered through several miscarriages by the fourth miscarriage. I was so gone mentally. My headspace was just not right. I wound up looking for a support group and I stumbled upon high point um, here in Memphis, Tennessee, which eventually became our church home. And I found so much healing in that space. Uh, I could not be more grateful for the ladies that were in that group that helped me to realize who I truly was and understand that infertility was not who I was. It was just a part of my story. Um, so being that I went through that, obviously you're in your early twenties and you're married, you're going through a whole lot, just feeling figuring out who you are individually and then trying to make that work as a whole, as a unit is its own struggle. Um, but thank God we surpassed every test and we're still here today because we celebrate 10 years next week. Woo! Um, and I was just lost. Like I was lost in not feeling worthy. Um, a lot of what I thought I was was built around this idea that I was a wife and I was supposed to be a mother and um, those were my titles. So I was wearing titles that I thought I needed. Um, I wasn't focused. Uh, I was jumping from job to job. I mean, I don't think on my resume I've ever given a job more than one year of my time. Uh, so surprisingly, here we are at Goldmine and Coco and we'll be celebrating three years in May, but I've never... Um, laser focused in on a job I always kind of had a theory if I if my time was up my time was up and I, I knew that I was smart and talented enough to do anything that I pretty much wanted to do and I would always go into a new job with more money so for me it was just hey pack up and do your thing um emotionally I was totally drained um I didn't really have core friendships I didn't have solid foundations around me that I could rely on and lean into um or at least not multiple ones I did have like one at best two <laughs> that was about it and the one that I did have and I've always had is with my cousin um and then of course my husband but outside of that I didn't really have friendships um that could pour into me I mean I was just a lost puppy out here y'all and I remember falling to my face because financially we were in such a rough spot. I mean, you name it, we were experiencing it. Um, issues with car troubles, issues with just keeping up with all of the monthly bills. And um, at that point, we had one baby and another one on the way. And I was working at the bank and I knew that I just couldn't stay there. But I was like, Lord, if I leave, we're going to be worse off than we are now. Um, and we've done it all, you guys. My story, <laughs> we have done it all just to just to pretty much make ends meet as far as like money and things like that. And we've learned valuable lessons from uh, making those terrible mistakes and decisions. Um, but I remember being on my face 
on the ground crying out to God and asking him to just make a way and just to show me what my gifts and talents were that there had to be more for my life than this that that was not where the book ended for me and at the time I didn't know if he was going to deliver me from just the turmoil that we were in the headspace that I was in all I knew was that I trusted God and I was praying that he was going to work it out my pregnancy was rough um I persevered and went to work every day, but you could tell I didn't want to be there. Um, But, you know, God is always planting people on your path to carry you. And at that time, it was my manager. Um, She was such an amazing person in my life. She was an amazing mentor, an amazing example of just showing up and doing the work even when you didn't feel like it. And she covered me. She carried me on a lot of days where I couldn't carry myself. And I remember her sitting down with me and saying, when you have this baby, you ride out maternity leave and you don't come back. And I was like, okay. She's like, I'm just telling you, you know, figure it out because I know what's going on on the other side of this. I know what they're doing. I know what they're, you know, working out and things like that. So um, I took heed and I rode out maternity leave. And so after that, I was just lost. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So my maternity, maternity leave ended at the end of April. No, end of May. I had my daughter um, March 16th. So by the time my 12 weeks was up, um, it was around end of May, 1st of June or whatever the case may be. So I basically had two months to figure it out or rather let God lead the way. So um, you guys know this part of the story where one of my girlfriends, she came to me and uh, in the midst of us talking one day, she was like, do what you love. Like, this is what you do every single day. And so um, she guided me and directed me. I'm talking free game, y'all. And it was like three or four steps, but those three to four steps changed my life. And I'm forever grateful and indebted to her. And I also realized that that was God strategically placing yet another another person in my life to shield me and guide me in the right direction. And so I took heed, I followed it, and here we are today. Um, It has not been easy by no means, but I will say that some things have come naturally that I know without a shadow of a doubt that it was definitely uh, God covering me and making sure that everything worked out in my favor. I have been placed um, on several different platforms and in different positions that people that have been doing what I do 10 plus years are just now getting to this point. Um, And I like to... Put it in the term as far as it's my discipline. I've always been extremely disciplined. Um, My determination and just the tools that have been given to me naturally to get me to where I am. I've realized that every single moment has led me to this. And, you know, 
they say that bad press is also good press and I've also gone through that where um, what seemed like it was a bad moment actually turned out to be some of the best moments Um, I've realized that I can't get to the next level without first going through some trial or some tribulation to get there and so full six-figure uh, brand that sells stationery, specializing in hand-drawn images of African-American women with a community of over 3,600 women. How did I get here? Well, the, the answer is simple. Perseverance. Perseverance and also the willingness to serve. I stopped looking for money and I started serving people. And what I have learned is that when you serve, money comes because money is a tool. Money is not the end all be all. So the more that you serve people, the more that money pours into you so that you can continue to serve others. Um, And that has guided me every step of the way. When I first started, I pinpointed what in the community that I was serving was wrong or what was lack or where there was void in um, certain areas. And a lot of what I found was there was lack of customer service. There was lack of relationship. Um, There was lack of just overall communication. Um, the way that we were operating was I put out a product, you buy it and you go about your business, but no one was truly connected to who they were shopping with. And that to me was an issue. It was like, Hey, so I'm spending all this money with you, but I don't know you. You don't talk to me. You know, <laughs> I don't get to see different parts of your life. And I wanted to change that narrative. And so that's what I began to do. I began to be authentically myself. And the one good thing about being authentically myself is that I'm naturally a giver. I'm naturally someone that wants to give to others and sow seeds into others. And so um, I began to serve. And as I began to remove me from the situation, God began to open doors. And I mean, you guys, I have done things that never in my lifetime I would have imagined. I know all last year I traveled every single month, every single month. And although I am exhausted, I am grateful because three years ago, that wouldn't have been my life. I couldn't even buy one plane ticket, you know, stay at a hotel room for more than a weekend. Like it was real life, real talk situation right there. Um, And it got to the point in my it's gotten to the point now in my life where I'm able to stop and say, you know what, that doesn't serve me well, so I can say no to it. But then I can also say this is how I want to serve others and make sure that in my serving that it's coming from a genuine place. And also um, I've been able to set boundaries and in setting boundaries, I've actually my my revenue increase has actually gone up um, because what I realize is that you can be a server, you can be a giver, but do not let others abuse who you are. And 
within these last couple of years, there were definitely certain situations where people were abusing the privilege that they were given, the access that they were given to me. And it would take me a while to realize it. But once I did, every single time that I removed a quote unquote abuser, I elevated in life. And so we all have to realize that how we get to where we are is one in our prayer life. If you're if you pray like me, I think that's very important. Prayer number one. Um, how we position ourselves. Do we position ourselves as an expert in our field and as a leader? The boundaries that we set and create for ourselves and for others. You know, it's very important um, mapping out a plan, like map out a realistic plan of what your next three to five years looks like in life. And there'll be years where you have no idea and you're like, God, just steer me in the right direction. And that's totally okay. But for the years that you do have an idea, continuously map out a strategic plan of attack to get you where you're trying to go. You know, faith requires work, which is a.k.a. action. Um, So many of us want to just believe that one day. Um, everything in our life is magically going to go right. But it requires a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of discipline is involved in that. Like for work, I have the most amount of discipline I've ever had in my life when it comes to the work that I do on a daily basis. Now, if you ask me to work out, that is an entire different story. However, I cannot say I need to lose 50 pounds and I don't actually get up and work and work out towards that goal. Um, But what I have learned is that when I do take action towards the things that I want, God tends to bless those actions. If he sees me make a move first, he'll carry me the rest of the way. Um, How am I here now three years later? Because I stuck with it. Um, So often we tend to give up before we get started good. And it takes a good solid like three years. It takes a solid three years to see any sort of minimal profit. You know, for the first year, if you're not going broke, you're not doing it right. (laughs) That's what I say. Um, You have to stick it out and you have to show up every day. Um, I remember year two, I had a goal, just make a hundred dollars a day. Like that was my goal. I was, I was so like, if you just make $100 a day, I don't care how you do it. I don't care what the strategy is, Felicia, but you have to make a $100 a day. And at that time it was about what we were spending as a family a day was about $100. So it was like to keep the family living how we would like to live we have to make $100 a day and obviously that number has increased now that I have employees and office space and all of these things but I started small and I wasn't afraid to start small because I knew where I was coming from which was nothing (laughs) so when there's nothing when you're starting with nothing What's the problem with starting with $50 or $100? That's more than nothing. And so you have to learn to stick and stay and stick out, stick it out and show up for yourself. So 
like I said, I was not going to keep this like super long um, because I didn't want to go into the full, full, full whole story of everything. Um, but there's always people asking me, how did I end up where I am right now? And so quickly and honestly, the answer is my faith. I put my faith in action. I say affirmations. I do manifestations. I'm in my prayer life. It's hard to explain how you got to where you got when God has led the way because there are things that are happening that I didn't even control. There were just doors that were open for me. My name was spoken in rooms that I hadn't even walked into yet. And yet, and it's very true. Like there have been people that have reached out to me that I would never even think I would be on their radar. There have been celebrities that have reposted my work and I would never think that they would repost my work specifically. Um, You know, and it's just been increase after increase after increase because of my obedience to my calling. And so you have to know that you're walking in your purpose, that you're on the right path, stay in your lane, keep your blinders on. All of those things are super important to who you're supposed to become and to get you where you're trying to go. Um, I want to encourage you today to link yourself with a mentor to get you a consistent disciplined schedule. If you do nothing else, get you a schedule get you a schedule, get you a schedule. Like I wake up at 4 a.m. It is very strategic between the hours of 4 a.m. and 11 a.m. I'm the most productive person in the world. At about 11 a.m. I start to go on crash mode, but it's okay because I've already put in seven hours worth of work. So from 11 a.m. until, hey, it's do as you please time for me. And it works well. Um, So I want to challenge you to decide on the one thing in life you really want to do. And once you decide on that, ask yourself, what's the motivation behind it? Is it money or is it to serve? Because if it's for money, that is not the thing that you need to do. It may be what you really want to do, but is it really what your purpose is? We're all placed here to serve. So then ask yourself, what brings you joy when you're serving? Like when you are serving others in different capacity, what is the one action that brings you the most joy? And then I want you to pursue that relentlessly. Go after that. And then three years from now, you'll be telling the story about how you got where you got so listen i'm done for today like i said wasn't gonna keep it too long because it's 11 o'clock at night but you can follow me on instagram at goldmonicoco or felicia jarrell underscore you can check out our website www.goldmonicoco.com join our facebook group we have a lot of fun over there there's so many ways to get in touch with me i can't wait to catch you on the next one you have a good evening and i'm out